Welcome to the podcast that takes a silliness seriously, the Professionally Silly Podcast. It's your audible boo thing, Amber Smiles Jones, and welcome, welcome, welcome to the podcast where we talk about all kinds of shit. We just shoot the shit and we discuss a variety of awesome as well as a variety of what the fuck moments. We got paranormal experiences, true crime stories, and some interesting random topics that I come across online. Now, if you're new here, I do appreciate the hell out of you for giving me a chance. There are millions of podcasts out there and you decide to lend me both of your ears for the evening or morning or whatever time of the day it is. And I'm glad you're here. I appreciate you. Make sure you guys go ahead and check out my past episodes if you haven't already, because I do cover a lot of topics. I'm talking about serial killers, strange news stories, ghost stories, and oh, so much more. It's an audible variety show, y'all, so come and join in on the chalet. So, okay, it has been a hell of a week, y'all, and I've been busting my ass with my paranormal blackivity YouTube videos and um and my and my professionally silly YouTube videos you know I've got two YouTube channels as well right so I've been filming and editing my ass off the Randonautica app and the Scaranoia app uh they've been handing out adventures left and right y'all and for those of you that are that have never heard of those apps before these are the apps that help you manifest things in real life yeah, and I shared a lot of info about the Randonautica app. I, I did. Uh, if, you, if you've been listening for a while, then you remember the episode I did back in July of 2020. So make sure you guys go ahead and check out my interesting Randonautica stories episode that I did once again, July 2020. It was a good, it was a good one. It was a good one. And um, I definitely go into more detail on the Randonautica app in that episode. But anyways, in short... The app will generate a random location coordinates, um, random location coordinates and from something that you want to find. So you set your intentions on, let's say, the color yellow, okay? And you might just get a location sent to your phone uh, that, you, that you drive to or you walk to, or depends on, you know, how you're traveling, whatever. And uh, it might send you to a yellow car, or a yellow billboard or maybe a dog with a yellow collar i don't know it's it's like it's the most random shit and i love it so i set my intentions for something suspicious or criminal and the randonautica app sent me the location coordinates uh, to what seemed to be two crime scenes okay it was wild <laughs> it was wild and the scaranoia app is similar as well but more it's kind of more in the paranormal side more in the creepy side so anyways i set my intentions for the word paranormal that's what i set it for and it took my cousin and i to the most random cemetery it was it was in the middle of the atlanta motor speedway now if if, if you guys never heard of that that's an area where they do like a, a lot of nascar racing and shit like that okay so of course we decided to break out the spirit box and communicate with the spirits at that cemetery because I just didn't expect I I didn't know there was a cemetery there it was just it was I just like I said didn't expect it (laughs) I'm still shocked just thinking about it you know anyways they were the spirits they were talking 
even before I turned on the spirit box, before the investigation began, y'all, I was shooketh, okay? Shooketh. <laughs> I really was. And also, I, I just posted a video, um, just, you know, just since we're talking about videos that I made. I posted a video called Halloween Costume Fails. So, um, and let me tell you, okay, some of these costumes, people are just either just plain ridiculous, but a lot of them are just really fucking funny. <laughs> like, they're creative and they're funny as fuck at the same time. You know, I, but there's just certain costumes I would not <laughs> get dressed up as. And uh, I'll, I'll give you a hint. Well, not even a hint. I'll just, I'll just tell you one of them. There was a guy on the video that I made who went dressed as a used sanitary napkin just a used pad like legit ladies and it didn't even have wings okay i mentioned that in the video too it was it was weird it was just fake blood it was a lot it was a, it was it was a lot a human like a uh, body life size pad like <laughs> it was it looked like a poised tampon. Like, I mean, a tampon, a, a, a sanitary napkin. I wasn't getting always from it. It wasn't giving me always vibes, you know? <laughs> anyway. So, uh, anyways, so the videos that I did this week will be down in the show notes. You guys know I'll put the uh, the links there so you can go ahead and check them out. I, I, I worked hard on them. They were a lot of fun to make, a lot of fun to create, and I hope that you guys here in the Professionally Silly podcast will give my YouTube channels a chance and check those out as well. Make sure you guys subscribe. Paranormal Blacktivity and the Professionally Silly YouTube channels. Go ahead, check those out. So last week, I shared some uh, haunted school stories, and we even had a listener share her haunted school experiences. And uh, she revealed that when she was a kid, she was pretty much a baby asshole. Um, <laughs> she, she did some rude ass shit to people as a kid, okay? We've all been there. I'm going to be honest with you. I was kind of an asshole too as a child. And I admit that. I admit that. Olivia, listen, you were a baby asshole and you know it. <laughs> it's like our little inside joke there. But um, take a listen to, and you'll see what I mean, okay? She she set her friends the fuck up and she knows exactly what I'm talking about. Olivia, listen, girl, I hope you have some more random stories that you can share in this podcast soon because bring out your inner baby asshole and that sounded weird. <laughs> Just give us more stories. <laughs> Oh my God. So we got, some, um, hopefully she'll send in some more soon. And if anyone else has any interesting uh, stories that you want to share, my email is down below. It's professionally silly at gmail.com. Send them in. And there is a good chance that you just like Olivia could inspire an entire podcast episode. You never know, man. I mean, we had ghosts skating down hallways. We had an old school that used to be a morgue and more creepy ass stories. So if you haven't already, check out that episode and subscribe to this podcast. It was last week's episode. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Today, today we are going to keep the paranormal flowing. All right. I mean, it's the month of October and Halloween is around the corner. So let's keep the creepy going. What do you say? Yeah. So today uh, we're going to take a, a nice little, nice little dive and to paranormal prison stories. Yep, correctional officers and prisoners, 
they've experienced some terrifying moments in jail. And I'm not talking about just being in prison. We're talking about the kind of fear that even big bag murderers and stuff can't really escape from. Ghost, ghostly activity. You know what I'm saying? Now, I can only imagine the negative energy that a place like a prison would have, especially if it's an old prison, you know? So many locked up for horrible crimes and many even died on the prison grounds, you know? So, I mean, some even killed by other prisoners or even COs, correctional officers. I can only imagine the stories that Death Row would have, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's a lot, it's a lot. So before we get into these creepy ass prison stories, I want to remind you guys that if you have any of your own interesting stories, like I said before, any experiences you want to share for the pod, email them to me at itsprofessionallysilly at gmail.com. All you got to do is uh, go down to the show notes, copy and paste that bad boy and compose a new email and send me your awesome. I want to know what's going on with your, with your life, your stories. And I got to be honest, the listener stories are my favorite ones favorite ones not just because i don't have to do any research to find them or anything like that but also to the fact that you know it's coming from you guys you know you are the listener who comes back every week and chills out with me and you enjoy the podcast so much that you're willing to share a little bit of yourself with me like i do with you every week and it makes me feel good i I would love 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 to uh to share your experiences here on air also guys don't forget you can support this podcast and the hard work that I put into it by leaving a five-star and written review on Apple Podcasts or whichever podcast platform that you're using, because this is extremely helpful for my podcast to grow. I need it. This is how I earn new listeners, and I would fucking love that. I want new people. I want new ears. Give them to me. Give me your ears. Give, give them to me now. So make sure. I'm just sounding super, like, beggy. I'm just begging the fuck. Give me! I want it! <laughs> when we hear whining. So anyways, let's go ahead and, uh, let's get to this, let's get to this episode. What do you say? Paranormal prison stories. Let's do it. I wanted to share something with you guys that's super exciting because recently a company by the name of Vance Global reached out to me and wanted me to try their product. And they are a Milwaukee-based CBD joints and hip manufacturer. Vance Global is providing us with a safer alternative to smoking tobacco products. And they have even created the most potent CBD cigarette out there. So if you're interested in CBD cigarettes and or maybe you're interested in just having an alternative to smoking tobacco products, this is for you. And now, now they have Delta 8 gummies and they are amazing. After I ate a couple of them, I had an amazing night's sleep. My mind shut off and I dozed. It was amazing. Goodbye, anxiety, and hello, sweet dreams. So check out their Instagram at Vance Global and take a look at the merchandise. And if you see something you want and you want to purchase it, make sure you use the coupon code SMILES, S-M-I-L-E-S. Once again, coupon code SMILES to get 20% off your purchase. Once again, the coupon code is SMILES, S M 
I-L-E-S to get 20% off your purchase. Vance Global, I love them. And I'll be sure to post their link tree below in the show notes of this episode. So our first story is a lovely, creepy toe dip into this episode topic of paranormal prison stories. And we have a female inmate uh, that is having paranormal experiences in her cell, which, you know, that's got to suck, you know, because <laughs> a prison cell is one room. There's nowhere to hide. There's no closet. You can't really get under the bed. You know, you know it's just there's, no, there's nothing you can do. You're in a locked room. You would just be stuck in that tiny box with a spirit that you can't run from. Anywho, thank you, corrections1.com, for this ghostly story. Let me go ahead and share it with you. It reads here, there was, a, there was a female inmate in the segregation unit. One day when I took over her shift, she told me that there was a man standing by her bed the night before. She, he was very tall, heavyset, and looked Native American. I told her there was no way because no men could be in the pod without another female present. She said that she thought it was a dead person. I offered her a Bible and she refused to take it. The next day I came in, she called me to her cell and told me she had been hurt by the ghost. She said that she was awakened by this figure and she got scared and covered herself with blankets. Then the ghost grabbed her leg and squeezed really hard. She then showed me the handprint on her leg, and then I believed her. This female inmate was so tiny, and the handprint that was like three times bigger than her little hand. She then asked for the Bible and requested to be moved from her cell. And this is coming from a correctional officer named Gloria. She didn't share which prison that this was that this happened in, you know, homegirl still got to make the money, but that's crazy. Like, I feel like when a CEO offers you a Bible, you take that shit. <laughs> just seems, just seems like a safe way to safe way to go, you know, but, Oh God, can you imagine being locked up in a dark, small room alone and, and being stuck with a big ass spirit like that to leave a huge handprint on your body? Can you imagine that? No, ma'am. No, ma'am. It's, it's one thing to experience something paranormal outside of prison walls where you can run or leave at your own free will, but being stuck there and having to request a new cell in hopes that, in hopes of getting away from that, oh, that's a lot. And also your request doesn't have to be granted. They can easily deny the request, you know, because you're a prisoner, <laughs> you know, you're a prisoner. And depending on what you're there for, like, I feel like if you're a rapist, it's like, well, put him in a prison cell that's got more demons. One isn't enough. Put, put 13 demons in there with him. You know, I would like that. That's, that's fair to me, you know, <laughs> but they don't, ha- they don't have to oblige you at all. You know, uh, at least I don't think so. I've never run a prison before. I don't know if you guys know this or not, but I've never run a prison before. I know that's probably just brand new information for you, but yeah, I've never ran a prison before. So I don't know the rules or the laws. 
Uh, you know, shit. But I guarantee you, I bet you when she when she finally got that Bible, she was glad to have it. Now, I I am not a super religious person. I do believe in a higher power and all that good stuff. I pray, you know, and, and all those wonderful things. But I don't go to church every Sunday. I don't. I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I do because I don't. <laughs> I cannot remember the last time I went to church. But if everyone is telling me that God is everywhere and you know, you can talk to him anytime you want. He's always there for you. Then I don't have to go to church. He's everywhere. He's in this room with me right now. He'd be in the car with me. How I get to point B from point A safely and alive is because of him, you know, but I'm not super, super religious. You know what I mean? But I I can totally understand finding comfort in, 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 in a Bible, especially when someone is, is experiencing something like that in a place where you can't escape from, I'll take 13 Bibles, please, please. And thank you. Okay, guys. So look, I just, I don't need spirits or ghosts touching my body parts when I'm locked in a room. I don't, when I'm, I don't need it <laughs> now. I re I reject that. Don't do it. All right. So let's go on to the next story. We are going to go ahead and travel to Scotland, Scotland, Scotland. That is the best Scottish accent that you're going to get from me. It is horrible. I did the best I could. <laughs> okay. So we're going to go to Scotland and visit Duke Street Prison. Now, this is where Scotland's most notorious criminals ended up at the time. Now, I I, I, I want to go ahead right now and shout out theoccultmuseum.com for this one. Man, that's a creepy ass website and I love it. I am here for it. Theoccultmuseum.com. Check it out. It's a lot of fun. Anyways, Duke Street Prison was built in 1798 and many prisoners were executed there because, you know, 1978. Of course, somebody was killed there at some point. Anyways, they shut down the prison in 1955 because of structural problems. So they tore everything down except for one outer wall that remains there to this day. Okay. Now there, there is... Uh, this this is actually where things get a little little weird, a little interesting, if you will. Even though the prison is no longer there, the land that it was built on is extremely haunted, and I I believe that too because everyone always thinks, oh well, if we tear down the house, if we tear down this, we're not going to experience any paranormal activity. That's not how things work because it's not always just about the the building, it can be about the land around it. And as we know, no matter where you live, there is a history there. People were there before you. There's energy all around us. And like I've always said many times before, I do believe that spirits are like spiders. You're always at least six feet from one. That's just how I feel about it. <laughs> but like I said, the land that is built on is extremely haunted. And the past inmates of Duke Street Prison pretty much own that land now when you think about it, paranormally speaking, of course. Now, in 1923, there was a female prisoner by the name of Susan Newell, I hope I said her name right, Newell, uh, who was charged with, with strangling a young boy who delivered her newspaper every morning. Now they caught her trying to dispose of the body. Okay. That's, that's, uh, that's when they were arrested her. Cause they didn't even know that she had killed this young man till they caught her 
trying to get rid of the body. You know, that, that, that's, that's some, some damning evidence right there. So she was sentenced to death and was hung for her crime. Now, Susan was the last woman that was ever executed in Scotland. Now, her ghost has been seen many times roaming the prison grounds where Duke Street Prison once stood. Now, I have to say this. This lady sounds like a real asshole. I got to tell you, okay, because kids... But the kid was just doing his job, you know, delivering the news and she killed him for no reason. And I cannot, it's so different to think about a woman killing a child. It it just is because, you know, stereotypically speaking, we're supposed to be soft and warm and nurturing. So a woman killing, it's just, it's just so weird. It doesn't make any sense. You know, that woman must be completely just evil you know and and killing a child in general is horrible but it just seems worse when a woman does it i don't know i don't know Uh, you know and i get i guess it's probably genderist or sexist or something ist it but (laughs) it's just a little weird to me but anyways i mean maybe she um she probably had uh, a reason of her own for doing what she did and I'm not saying it excuses what the fuck she did, but what I'm telling you is I don't have any details that led up to this. You know, was she crazy? Was she just plain evil? Like what? I don't know the storyline. I didn't really dig that deep into it. But if you want to go ahead and take a look into it yourself, once again, her name is Susan Newell. Uh, Susan, and then the, the last name is spelled N-E-W-E. LL, so you can go ahead and, and uh, kind of go on your own investigation on that if you would like to. But like I said, I didn't do a deep dive into her. But also, fuck her, you know? <laughs> Who gives a shit about her life story? But if you want to find out, like I said, you can always uh, Google it yourself or maybe even visit the grounds of the Duke Street Prison in Scotland <laughs> and ask her yourself. Good luck. And if if I have any Scottish listeners, anyone who's there in Scotland right now, have you heard about this story before, Uh, about this prison, about this uh, specific haunting? Have you ever experienced this uh, specific haunting before? Let me know, dude. I want to know. I I can almost 100% 100 guarantee that I do not have any listeners from Scotland. I think I have a few international listeners. Uh, I'm not really sure, honestly. I think maybe the UK, but I don't think I have any in Scotland. Anyways, if, if, if I'm wrong, let me know. Let me know. Because, like, I got to tell you, I'm just going off the, beat, the, the path for a moment. The beaten path? Is that right? That's wrong. Anyways, <laughs> well, as a podcaster, you know, it's just so awesome to be able to have the opportunity to reach uh, so many people from different backgrounds and different countries and different beliefs and different this, different that. Social media is evil as shit, don't get me wrong, but it's also kind of good because it allows me to be able to communicate with people that I never thought I could before. Wi-Fi is the best invention that I think that I've ever experienced while being on this earth. And I can drive a car. (laughs) So that says a lot. (laughs) Oh, let's go on to this next story here. Man, what up, reddit.com? Welcome to the game, man. Spacecat223 had a story to share on Reddit, 
and uh and reading it it, it sounded like they were or are a correctional officer either currently or back when this happened so let's get into it shall we it reads here when i was an officer sometimes the fuses would blow in certain cells so behind the cells was a long hallway maintenance would have to go to in order to get to the fuse box for the cells or for plumbing sometimes if maintenance didn't show we would have to do it if we knew how this hallway behind the cells looked like a movie dark damp wet and you'd see a rat or two scurry in the hallway here and there i remember i was going to flip the switch and i saw something standing in the middle of this dark and damp hallway probably about 20 feet from me i thought it was an inmate so i yelled i yelled out at it to get it out of the hallway it didn't move so i yelled again and started walking towards the figure and the figure just fell through the floor I kind of knew right then and there that it was probably a ghost or a spirit. So I wasn't super freaked out, but still weird. I had my flashlight on the entire time. I went to flip the switch and just left. Okay, let's, let's discuss, shall we? That sounds scary as shit, first of all, okay? <laughs> okay, the, any, I feel like any maintenance hall... <laughs> that's behind prison cells it's probably already going to be kind of terrifying any maintenance hall in general is terrifying it feels like they're all dark damp and wet which why would you say damp and wet how can it be damp and wet i don't understand anyways words um <laughs> that's just how i feel about it that's just how i feel about it but yeah that sounds scary as hell can we just first of all okay it was not in his job description to do plumbing and maintenance. It's just, that's not, that wasn't in his job description. Okay. That's not fair. <laughs> also, I can't imagine how much it sucks to have to walk down a dark, damp, we're just going to go with damp, not wet, a dark, damp hallway alone for any damn reason, no matter where the fuck this dark, damp hallway is. I don't care if it's, I don't, what's a, what's a nice bright area that everybody loves. Uh, oh, I don't care if it's in front of the Hollywood sign. I'm not going. I, I don't know, that's probably a bad analogy. I, I, listen, I couldn't think of something on the fly. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. <laughs> but it's 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 got to be scary. Plus, they have rats. There's rats too. No, no, ma'am. We're not going to do that. Not I. No. And also, can we talk about how brave this dude is? And I quote, I kind of knew. Right then and there, it was probably a ghost or spirit, so I wasn't super freaked out. What? Most people would have freaked out for that exact reason alone. <laughs> because it was a ghost and a dark, damp rat trap. <laughs> and homeboy, he, he, he completed his task. He flipped the switch first and then he left he made it to the fuse box did what he had to do and then left <laughs> most people would have left screaming and they would have been like fuck the damn switch y'all got spirits and shit 
the fuck? That wasn't in the job description when I applied. Y'all specifically said I was dealing with inmates, not ghosts. Show me in the handbook where it says ghosts be up in here. Because <laughs> it's not my job. I'm not doing this. <laughs> It's bad enough that I have a dangerous job, but I got to be a plumber. I got to be an electrician and I got to deal with spirits. Nah, nah, <laughs> no. but yeah, that's, that's how a lot of people probably would have handled that. Uh, a lot of folks would have quit that moment. Oh, you want me to go where? Do what? Oh, there's spirits. Oh no, no. I quit. Thanks. Thanks. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Let's go on to our next story here. All right, so the occultmuseum.com is back in the game with another one, and it involves a guy I'm sure many of you have heard of, the notorious criminal Al Capone. Yep, that dude. And, and, and for those of you who are listening, I'm not talking about those, those little cigars, okay? I'm talking about the actual criminal, all right? <laughs> he was like... The criminal of the century in the 1920s, man. He got rich as fuck off the uh, prohibition. So he, he was making that money, man. He was making that money. Now, he also was smart, okay? Because homeboy paid the police to keep him out of jail. And it worked for a long-ass time. But Al Capone made the mistake. He made a huge mistake here, okay? He made the mistake of keeping the government's take on the cash flow that he was getting. And if you skim the, if you skim from the top of the, of government money, okay. You, you, and you don't report your income when it's, when tax season rolls in, they're going to, they're, they're going to get theirs one way or another. They threw his ass into Alcatraz. Oh, that rhymes. I just really, okay. Anyways, for those of you who don't know what Alcatraz is, it is a maximum, or it was, a maximum security federal prison on Alcatraz Island of the coast, off the coast of uh, San Francisco, California. Now, from 1934 to 1963, it was a federal prison, okay? But before that, around 1861, it was a military prison. Okay, so it, it's got a lot of history and a lot of energy in those walls, okay? So thank you, Britannica.com, for some of those details that I just shared just now, because, you know, I don't know shit about Alcatraz. <laughs> well, you might need to do a separate podcast episode on it sometime, because one of these days, I'm going to visit that place. I definitely want to. Anywho, Al Capone, the famous gangster, was a resident at Alcatraz, all right? He, and he managed to piss off a lot of people while he was head honcho. And you cannot be a notorious gangster and not piss off a few people, okay? So he was always worried that his enemies within the prison walls would do something to him, maybe even kill him. So while everyone else was in the yard outside getting their rec time, getting their recreational time and all that shit, playing dominoes, whatever the fuck they did in the 1920s. He made it so that he could spend that time in the abandoned showers in the prison. Okay. He even learned how to play the banjo and he got real good at it too. Real good at it. He was so good at playing the banjo that he joined the prison band, which first of all, didn't know that was a thing. Okay. And I am wondering if prison bands 
are still a thing? Do they just get, like, how does that work? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Let's get the murderer on guitars. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> Kidnapper on bass. <laughs> like, how does that work? I don't know. <laughs> Shit, man. Tax evader on drums. <laughs> it's crazy. I just didn't know this thing. Anyways, Alcatraz gives tours and many of its visitors swear they can hear the sounds of a banjo coming from the shower area. That's creepy as shit. Okay, just imagine walking down a pretty much abandoned prison on an island surrounded by rough waters. You're in a building that has held dangerous criminals in there. You take you take in all that history and all that energy, okay, throughout the place, and and then you randomly hear the sound of a banjo playing? What the entire fuck, first of all, okay? And uh, I really want to visit Alcatraz someday. <laughs> I really do. I want to do a paranormal investigation there. And given the chance, I would totally do it. I, and to be honest with you, I would definitely be one of those weird ones hoping to hear the banjo while I was there. I would probably try to speak to Al Capone, like for real, like, hey, Al, are you here? You know, are are there any spirits here? What what are you doing? What do you see? D- does it hurt to die? Like I I got questions, man. How do you feel that? How do you did you know that we can get alcohol at any time, everywhere now? Did you know that? <laughs> Times have changed, Al. Times have changed. In Georgia, you can even go buy some liquor on Sundays now. Things have changed. <laughs> And for those of you listening who are not from the state of Georgia, at one point, once upon a time, you could not buy any hard liquor on Sundays. It was a thing, okay? And I think you can get uh, alcohol at restaurants, but it had to be after uh, 12 p.m., I think it was. It was a while back that it was like that. But, man, times are changing. So now I can go to brunch and get me a mimosa before noon. It's great. <laughs> it's fantastic. All thanks to Al Capone. No, I'm kidding. He has nothing to do with that. Let's go on to this, uh, to this next story here. Okay. That, this, that, that sound is perfect to go ahead and start our, our last story because it's discussing a topic that I do not like. And we're talking about ghost children. They freak me out. It just, it's just a thing, ghost kids. I don't like it. <laughs> Let's go ahead and get with our, with our last story here. And it looks like uh, corrections1.com is going to close us off for the t- uh, for today on this episode. And uh, we do it. We had a personal story from a correctional officer from West Virginia. So it reads, Once while working the main gate post at St. Mary's Correctional Center in West Virginia, a facility that used to be a home for mentally ill children. I saw tiny handprints about the size of a toddler appear halfway up the glass, about face level of a six-foot person. The handprints were in a perfectly straight line across the windows. It was midweek and no visitors and in the middle of the night. That's coming from Correctional Officer Jeremiah. Not going to say his last name just in case, but uh, see, look now. This is the kind of shit I'm talking about, okay? If you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you know I am not a huge fan 
of ghost children. It is what it is. They freak me out. I think it's like the, the disembodied child voices and kids songs and all that shit. It freaks me out. Imagine hearing twinkle, twinkle, little star, how I wonder what you are. And you hear that in a dark ass room and you're by yourself. Tell me that's not freaky as shit. Boy, I I would, I would shit. I would shit and it would be okay. (laughs) Or hearing like a a child's laughter inside of a prison or inside of a, a a mentally, an asylum or some shit. Listen, man, it's creepy. I don't like it. I don't have to. (laughs) You can't make me. Okay. Ugh. And add little, little tiny child handprints. Ah, and and the six feet in the air. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. No, mm -mm. mm-mm, mm-mm. That would have freaked me the fuck out quite a bit, I must say. And it would have been completely understandable. Completely. I don't, twinkle, twinkle. That is creepy. I don't like it and I am not here for it. (laughs) For once, I am absent. I am not here for it. I am not present. (laughs) Oh, shit. So much happened in this episode today. But you know what else happened today? Today is October 15th, National Cheese Curd Day. Yeah, damn right it is. We're celebrating the velvety tastiness of cheese curds. And I'm not sorry about it. It's the best. It's been a creepy episode. I want to talk about cheese. And for those of you who don't know, cheese curds are the are the moist pieces of curdled milk either eaten alone as a snack or used in prepared dishes. They are unique, funky, snackable little pieces of yellow or white Wisconsin cheddar cheese, man. And many restaurants, they they like to they like to deep fry it, you know, until they're golden brown, which I am I'm just I'm very okay with that. That sounds good. And when you bite into one, oh man, oh man, you, you better expect a warm buttery crunch on the outside mm, and some nice creamy goodness on the inside. Oh, good God. Yes. Whew, they are great. They're just delicious fried. I'm telling you, God damn it. I love cheese. Okay. I love cheese. It is everything. Okay. Ever heard of poutine? Yeah. Yeah. Yep, that that tasty, oh my god, that that tasty ass, but uh, French fries with cheese curds and gravy, man, listen, Canada, if you're listening, thank you so much for poutine, I love, thank you, thank you, oh god damn it, (laughs) did I mention how much I love cheese, happy national cheese curd day, people, Thank you, uh, nationaldaycalendar.com for the info about the cheese curds. Make sure you guys go ahead and check out the website and see what else today is used to celebrate. I really want some cheese right now and I I need to make sure I get it. I do. And I'm sorry that you guys had to witness that foodgasm, you know, audibly like that. But listen, it is what it is and I'm not sorry for it. If there's anything that you can take from this podcast episode, 
it's stay the fuck out of prison. Let's just not go there. It's not great. You know, <laughs> don't, don't go unless it's like a haunted ghost tour, then go. It's totally fine. It's totally fine. Also cheese is amazing. I feel like I should remind you guys of that again. I feel so sorry for people who are lactose intolerant. You poor bastards. I, I just, I'm so sorry. And I know those of you that are, some of you are like, fuck it. And I'm going to be on the toilet tonight. I'm going to be on the toilet tonight. I'm having cheese. I commend you. You are brave souls. You are brave. And I, I appreciate your existence. <laughs> Professionally silly life rules, people. Stay out of prison unless it's a haunted tour. And cheese is amazing. I think that's a lot. To, that's a lot to take from this podcast, actually. It's pretty great. <laughs> okay. Check out the podcast Twitter and uh, Instagram page if you haven't already at It's Pro Silly. I-T-S-P-R-O and then the word silly. Join the Professional Silly Pod group on the Facebook. Did I say on the Facebook? What am I, 83? On Facebook. <laughs> we have a lot of fun there. If you want to join in on the silly and uh, you have any of your own stories or experiences that you want to share, email them to me here at itsprofessionallysilly at gmail.com. It can literally be about anything that you want as long as it's interesting. And there's a good chance that your story could inspire an entire episode topic like Olivia's did uh, last week. So send them in. And you can also leave me a message here on the Anchor app or my Google Voice number 805-664-1828. You can leave me a voicemail or send me a text message and I'll put you on the show and let you say otherwise. Just let me know because I would love, love, love to hear from you guys. That'd be awesome. Also, I want to go ahead and thank you guys again. I do it every week. I'm going to keep on doing it. Thank you for listening and coming back and chilling with me every week. It is literally everything. Thank you. I appreciate it. Because I do everything on on this podcast on my own. It's all me. So the fact that you guys come back and listen every week, it makes me feel like I'm doing something right. You know, this podcast may not be famous and only four of you listen, but... We still have a good time. We still have a good time. So I hope that uh, if this is your first time listening, I hope you decide to come back and, and join me every Friday as we get professionally silly. That'd be amazing. Don't forget to support this podcast by leaving reviews on whichever podcast directory that you're using, especially Apple Podcasts if you've got that. Because I, in order for this podcast to grow, I need your help. I need you to be leaving those five-star reviews. I need you to leave written reviews. I need you to let people know that this podcast is is dope. It's fun, you know, and if you can, uh, while you're leaving those awesome reviews, share this podcast with some friends, with some family. Don't hog all the silly to yourself. Don't be a selfish asshole. Don't do that. Don't be a selfish, silly, uh, silly hogger. Don't do that. (laughs) And let them know that the podcast is available on Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many other platforms. So check that out. And if you enjoy the Professionally Silly Podcast and you want to help out, you can now support my silly content by making monthly donations here on the Anchor app. It's dope. This will help the podcast continue to flow and to help move the silly forward. So you can make monthly contributions as low as 99 cents a month, $4.99, or, 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 and, I don't know, $9.99 a month right here on the Anchor app. And if you've got those commitment issues, if, if you're not ready for anything serious, you can always hit me up on PayPal, www.paypal.me 
slash Amber Smiles Jones. Help me keep the silly flowing. Make sure you go ahead and check out the show notes down below for some bonus information, my social media stuff. I got TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, two YouTube channels and more. So go ahead and check out that information down there and, and, uh, and join me on my social media eyes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. My social media eyes do that, do that. And for those of you who are interested in, uh, in writing me like old school or sending things in the mail, I got a PO box and it's Amber Smiles Jones, PO box 533, Lovejoy, Georgia, 30250. And you can send me anything that you want and I'll open it right here on air and I'll definitely be posting an unboxing video on my professionally silly YouTube channel. You don't want to miss that. It's a lot of fun. I love doing those. Uh, actually, I just did uh, the Halloween costume fails video I was telling you about. At the end of that video, uh, one of my TikTok followers sent me this amazing uh, painting of me. It was like paint by numbers sort of situation. And uh, she sent me the finished product and it looks amazing. So if you guys want to go ahead and check that out, uh, check out the video that I made, uh, that, I, that I posted this past Wednesday, you can go ahead and enjoy that. Yes, once again, I'm your audible boo thing, Amber Smiles Jones, and thank you so much for listening to the Professionally Silly Station here on Anchor FM, where I take my silliness seriously. Enjoy the silly while you can, okay? So come take it seriously with me every Friday right here on the Professionally Silly Podcast.